Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Oh, welcome back to Wildcast Studios for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats. As always, I am your host, Adam, in the studio, and I'm joined this week, not in the studio like we thought, but on location by your favorite co-host, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. Mr. Boucher, where are you today? Uh, so right at this moment, I am at the Crown Plaza Lord Beaverbrook Hotel in Fredericton. Hashtag not a sponsor. Uh, yes, correct. Um, yeah, I got, uh, got sent here for a few days, uh, to do some work. And, uh, so yeah, we're hoping to bring home some, bring home some money back to the Boucher family with, uh, a trip here to the, uh, the capital city. And how, and how much of, uh, the father tax do you have there today? <laughs> Uh, I, you know what? I've got a pretty big sack of uh, chips and, and chocolate bars that I yeah. loaded into my suitcase as part of the dad tax. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I'll be munching away at those uh, probably later later, and uh, hopefully tomorrow night as well. And yeah, so how did we'll, it um, how did it go on Sunday? I know it was kind of rainy for most of the afternoon, but uh, you know how did how did trick or treating with the little princess go? Pretty good. Uh, we went, we did a lot more this year than we have in the past. Like we did like three or four streets, um, this year. And, uh, in the past we'd only do maybe one and a half. So there's right. a lot more, a bigger haul this year for sure. Uh, and, uh, which is good. Uh, you know, it's, you kind of eat, uh, eat and go at the same time. So probably, you know, a quarter of the, of the candy was, uh, you know, already devoured by the time we got home. But you know, we uh, we went to see you. We went to school with yeah. Dobson, and you know, we uh, you both decided to give us a a couple handfuls, so that uh, <laughs> we helped out with the uh, with the haul too. Yeah, it generally helps when you go to people. You uh, you know, and there was a house that had a toothbrush. Was that were you just being funny, yeah. or was that was that? Yeah, accurate? there was. A, I'm assuming it was a dentist handing out toothbrushes at the door. I mean, come on. <laughs> Can't have that uh, on that's Halloween. Not very, uh, I mean, it's smart on a dentist to do that, but you know, it kind of ruins trick or treating when you're going to freaking give it a toothbrush. Did you find the uh, the full size chocolate bar houses or all little stuff? There was a one house that did full size, yeah. uh, which which was awesome. I was a big fan of that, uh, but it was one of those like no name ones. It was like uh, for fun or something chocolate bar. I've never yeah. heard of it. Um. Hmm. Oh, it was one of those cheap, uh, cheap ones that you get at like the Dollarama or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's not even a brand name, so I don't even know what's good. You know, I didn't try it. No, I'll leave that for Megan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the mom tax. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, yeah, we only had 17 kids last Sunday. I think last year we had 13, so a few more. But I, I want to blame the uh, the weather. It was kind of rainy. We don't always have the the best neighborhood for a lot of kids. Um, cause I know some of the people I worked with, uh, he had 73 kids. Uh, Holy geez. yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if it's the neighborhood or, uh, maybe just the, the kind of rain, but yeah, I don't even think we got our first kid till quarter after six. And you were, I think you were like the third last one we had, we had two more, uh, and then one other one, I think, yeah, third or fourth last. So, um, it was a good 17 over about an hour and 15 minutes. So. Not mm-hmm. bad, but more than last year. But 
We definitely we didn't we didn't exactly have the dad tax, but we have the adult giveaway tax. So there you um, go. That's what you need. Yeah, right? that's you buy the candy a week before on sale, and then you hope you don't give it all away, and now you get to eat it all. And that's uh, that's part of being a parent and being an adult <laughs> at Halloween. Uh, exactly. All right. So no mass singer this week due to the World Series. Probably no mass or last week. Probably no mass singer this week again as Atlanta was not able to finish it off. Uh, Sunday night, sons of bitches. Uh, so they go Tuesday. They might have finished it off by the time you hear this. I think they play game six in Houston on Tuesday. So, um, you know, big Braves fan over here. I don't, uh, I don't always talk about it, but, uh, big Braves fan. So hopefully they can beat the Astros in the world series. I know you're a big baseball guy, right? I am. Yeah. Well, Blue really Jays anyways. Yeah. I honestly haven't paid any, haven't watched any bit of the world series. Um, doesn't interest me. Uh, the teams don't interest me. So no, unless you're, unless you're a fan of one of those teams, that's pretty much. Yeah. Like that's how you get there. And growing up, I was a, I was a Braves fan. Dro- watched it on TBS growing up my whole life. Mm-hmm. We're a very regular season team. Uh, could never win a championship. And then once it kind of went away from free TV and got into streaming and MLB network and that kind of stuff, I just got more into football and fantasy football, but Here's hoping the Braves close it out by the time you hear this and or uh, actually get the victory uh, tonight when you listen to this show. As always, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Moncton Wildcast, Instagram, Wildcast, Podcast, TikTok, and don't forget to subscribe on YouTube when we eventually get back there. Uh, We'll get to our quick questions. We're going to have two of them. I mean, it just kind of, these ones are pretty easy. Uh, We found out Thursday that uh, Dao sound his AHL deal. Uh, yay for him. Crap for us. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a large piece. Like, where does this rebuild go from here? Uh, well, it hurts. Yeah. Uh, definitely hurts. Um, you know, there's always that eh, chance, yeah. right? Uh, that, uh, you know, that he gets uh, sent back. Uh, obviously, Belleville... I think they've got eight eight players out right now with injury, so uh, that's uh, that's a tough break, and uh, you know, so he, I don't think he's gonna be back. But you know, there's always that odd chance. So you're telling me there's a chance? But there is a um, like when you say a chance, he he might not be back in Moncton, but Richie has the ability to trade his rights, correct? Like it could be a con- <sighs> a, a contingent deal or a conditional deal that you know it may not be what we're hoping for. Like I mean, we talked last week. Um, the Cal- Kalmakoff third in 2022, you were easily going to get that back, provided it was a Phil Dao deal. I don't know yeah. if you get that back now with the limited pieces we have, but I, I think Richie can do a, a contingent uh, conditional deal, maybe. I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, I, I don't know the specific... I don't know how to deal... I don't understand that side of, right. of, of hockey ops, but... Um, you know, there's there's obviously some players on this team that uh, contenders or you know mid middle mid pack teams might might be interested yeah. in. Um, like Langwa would be a good like you know depth guy. Hamel would be a good you know five six defenseman. Yeah. Um, same thing with Labelle. Um, you know, these are just a few guys that um, you know will definitely get some interest from other teams. Uh, but at the same time, you have to you have to watch. You know, you don't want to go into next year with 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 no players coming back as twenty year olds. So it's you have to yeah. keep look that yeah, into yeah. take that into consideration as well, because those three guys are all nineteen. 
Um, so you're going to want some guys back as, um, you know, for, for that sake next season, you, you just hope you can, you know, get maximum over, value. over value, you know, returns on, a, on some of these guys and, yeah. and go from there. But yeah, losing that was, is a huge, he was uh, going to be the, he was going to be the piece that not only was going to bring picks, but was also going to bring futures back next year, like mm-hmm. a, a 19 year old or, or whatever. So yeah. It's a, so like, I mean, it's, he, he was probably would have been on the market, the top 20 year old forward on the market. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it is a tough break, uh, but maybe we can trade his rights. I don't know what, you know, I don't understand that side of things, but I feel like it would kind of be like what they did in Bathurst, right? Like that, that deal. I mean, it's the specifics are a little bit different. Like Lapierre was dealt. And if he didn't come back, they got a lot of those picks mm-hmm. back. I don't think it'll be that kind of deal, but I feel like, I mean, depending when the Belleville gets all their forwards back, maybe they send like if for whatever Richie sends them to Quebec, right? Belleville may be sending them to Quebec and play on that line, going to Memorial Cup chance. You might be able to work something out. But I, I don't think they're dead in the water on a rebuild. I think they can still move some pieces to to get better next year. I just think this maybe pushes it back a year, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough to tell. I think it's a little early to to say, you know, how it's really going to affect the rebuild, yeah. but it, it will affect the rebuild. It's, <laughs> um, you know, you're probably, you're hoping maybe get a, a first rounder or something for, for Dao, but, but he's really the only player on the roster that would get you that sort of a return. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, you know, you go out and trade one of those, one of those young guys that, uh, you know, might fetch you a, a big return. Yep. But you know, that's, that's also going to set back the rebuild. So it's, it's, it's a tough situation. Uh, and you can only, I guess, hope and pray and keep your fingers crossed that there was that slight chance that something does happen and he does get sent back. And, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's the only thing you can really hope for right now. Yeah. It feels like, uh, much more of a, like maybe a homegrown rebuild where you're just hoping your talent comes in, you know, that the cats had the, the, article on Bayer-Jean and and Mercier, you know, they're going to come up next year. It, it feels more like a homegrown rebuild where maybe you get some inflated prices and then you got the younger guys stepping in to make an impact next year from this last draft. Because, you know, this this team has drafted well, so we have homegrown yes. talent. You're just, a Dawu mm-hmm. allows you to add an impact 19-year-old or whatever next year. This past draft was really good. I mean, you've got... Memorial already on the team. You've got Mercier and, and Byers are kind of waiting in the wings. Yeah. And, you know, you still have, you know, Luke McPhee uh, and, and Lounsbury. And, you know, that's that's five guys right there that you're going to get in your lineup probably from, from the 2021 draft. And there's probably going to be, you know, the Wildcats always seem to find a late bloomer, right? Yeah. From, uh, from their draft class. So there's there's maybe another one or two that, uh, that come out of nowhere to, to make the team. So, yeah, as long as they continue to draft well, uh, I think they'll I think they'll be okay uh, going forward. But um, hey, you know, there's still uh, a certain kid named Jake Rossi that uh, you know he's uh, still on the protected list. He's playing in the USHL. He still hasn't made up his mind on college. So you know, that's another one where he just okay. Well, you know, maybe you can convince him to uh, to come up after yeah. Christmas or something. Um, cause he's got friends on the team, so it's, uh, it might help out and, 
you know, extend the lifeline and see what happens. Yeah. Right. Offer him uh guarantee him some ice time and maybe yeah. it comes up because I think right now he's paying, playing fourth line in, in, um, in Waterloo. So, I mean, you come up and you know, he's someone you could probably put on your, on, in your top six right away. Yeah. So it, it's, you, if you get, if you promise him more ice time, it might be, uh, it might be worth a shot to reach out. For sure. And, you know, looking at the draft picks and we got, um, oh, about a month and a half. Um, we do have two seconds in this year's draft uh, and two thirds in the 2022 draft. So there are picks there and, you know, having the first would be great, but you know, that Valdor pick could be a high, like a high first or second round pick in that first round, just like where they grab Moran. So um, there is a exactly. chance, you know, there is a chance. It's, it's a little bit of a longer rebuild, but um, or not a longer rebuild. This takes a the rebuild takes a hit, but um, still not, still not out of the weeds. I guess the second part, I mean, we, we both assumed I was going to wear the C. Um, we put out the poll, uh, it ended today. 42% said Stewart or Kalmakoff. Uh, and the only reason I put Kalmakoff on there is five-year player. He won a championship last year. You know, teams don't often trade for a 20 year old captain, but you know, given what he, ha- he brings to the team, I thought, you know, well, let's put him in there. Uh, Pilot 17%, uh, 8%. For other and thirty-one percent for stick with A's. I mean, I think if they do name one, it'll be after Christmas. But the the longer it goes, I just think you you're gonna kind of stick with uh, Pilot, Stewart, Langwall, and Isenza wearing A's. I I'd have to agree. Uh, I don't think there's a, a rush here to to name a captain. No. Um, you know, I'm happy with uh, you know just I'm happy with Jake Stewart. I'm happy with Kalmakov. You. I mean, you want some young guys to be to have some A's for the you know, the years to come too. You know, I've been tough on Jake Stewart, but you know, if he's if he's the one that uh, or uh, Jabob Stewart, as the uh, Wildcats uh, <laughs> included on the post game report the other uh, after one of the games, I think Halifax, Jabob Stewart. Um, it's uh, Captain Jabob. It's uh, I, I'll be that's okay with that of, too. That's a heck of a hashtag, Jabob. Jabob. <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed that. You know, you didn't see that. No. I don't think I did. The, uh, the post game report on YouTube after the Halifax game. It's uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, Jabob Stewart. <laughs> yeah, I saw the. Uh, I just found the tweet now. Uh, I didn't even. Yeah. I it, I completely missed the Jabob part. I just I just saw the the picture with him having the blood down the nose. But yeah. oh, in fairness, I mean the refs gave. Uh, Vinny LaBelle, one of his tying goals there against Rua and Miranda. So, That's right. yeah. yeah, yeah, we're gonna hashtag Jabob from now on. That's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Jabob Stewart. <laughs> Jabob Stewart. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I know. I I completely missed that. I just was more looking at the picture with the blood running down the nose. But uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't matter if he's wearing a C or an A. I mean, he's here leading this team, and him and Kalmakov are both kind of you know leaders in different ways. Kalmakov's little bit more skilled than jake let's not uh let's not mince words there but jake's doing everything on the pk face-offs um he's been here from from day one so mm-hmm. I, I don't really think you need to put a letter on i think the longer it goes i mean unless they're gonna put a letter on a a pilot after christmas and he's the captain he's the captain next year a couple of years mm-hmm. or whatever then i could maybe see that but if they if they stick just with a's i i'm i'm completely good with that same with me. It's um, unless someone jumps out yeah. uh, and wants to, you know, really uh, takes the takes the reins in, in the locker room, you know, on and off the ice. It's it's still a, it, I don't think there's really 
necessarily i don't think they need to have a fight for for captaincy you know just uh if they're going to i'm happy i'm happy with just sticking with a's the whole year yep all right well let's uh let's get into the uh oh wrong button let's get into the recap uh of this past week weekly rewind all right. Well, this was a uh, a much better weekend than I think both of us thought it might be coming with three and three. Um, as you know, they just showed they never had they they were tough to come to get going on those second uh, second of back to back nights. But they went two for three, a record of six four zero oh, and one now thirteen points, fourth in the Maritimes, thirteenth overall in the division. Uh, Thursday night, uh, three two Halifax uh, gets us. Special teams was a difference. I mean, zero oh, for four. Uh, including a missed penalty shot could have changed the momentum, but um, I kind of feel like they played well enough to win. It just they, they kind of deserved a better fate on uh, on Thursday night. Yep, um, I agree. It, 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 just one of those tough games, and you know it's going to be tough. You know it's it's. Uh, I think Halifax is just that team that probably the team I hate to play against the most yeah. uh, in, in the entire league. Uh, just because you know they've 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 won, they they've got their their banners, um, and they're also really, really good in social media. Uh, so it's uh, you know the Halifax games are always fun to watch, um, but you're they're always tough. Uh, they're they're a skilled team, they're a young team. Uh, you know they've got a couple of players that uh, that we know of. Uh, yeah, this this game was that I found a connection like. Yeah, that top line. If you don't shut that top line down, which Moncton didn't, they had that top line had the uh, tying goal or the lead goal and the game winning goal. Yeah, so it's it's uh, those games against Halifax are always tough. Uh, it's you're you can't expect to to win a game against Halifax. You know they're always going to play hard, um, and you know I, I think I was more more impressed with with the efforts. Um, with the effort on, on Saturday, to be honest, I mean that was just uh, one of those games. I know we're kind of skipping ahead here, but mm-hmm. I, just want to, I just want to say it before I forget about it. But I've said it before, and I'll say it again: if you want to finish higher than a lot of people predicted you to, to finish, you you got to win the games that you're supposed to win. But you also you also want to win the games that you're not supposed to win. Yeah, and uh, you know that game against uh, against Charlottetown. That's a team, you know, that that should easily beat us, but we got the two points. So, those are the kind of games that 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 are going to help. Yeah, and uh, six six four Wildcats victory Friday night. Um, it didn't start out great. Um, before nope. we leave the Halifax game, I will say that was the type of game for my Ascenza we like the sticking up for your teammates, dropping the gloves. That's the you know we were a little hard on them last week, but that's the ninety eight percent of the Ascenza. Uh, will take as opposed to the two point against St. John. Um, it didn't start out against Cape Breton. Well, um, and I think this one, you know, uh, full credit to Philion. Um, he played really well in the net. Oh, there's that sound again. There's the highlights. There's yeah. The highlights. <laughs> um, he played really well in net. It didn't start out great. I mean, Squ- Squires just floats one in, goes off Olsen in the back of the net. Uh, then they give up their power play goal, but, um, a couple firsts, Etienne Moran got his first. Um, you know, you were high on him coming out of the the draft, so I'll let you kind of talk about that. And then our boy, ring the tie bell. I'm just yes. glad he scored at home. I'm glad we got to see the first one at home. Um, 
Jonas Tybell getting his first. He does like to be called Jonas. Um, I mean, Moran, you can touch on it, but he those are the goals coming out of midget we saw in the highlight packs that you put on near the draft. That's what this team drafted it for. I thought it was his best game, and I think it might have to do being up with Sammy Longname because if you remember, Pilot was out. Not sure how long he's out for, but he was playing top line minutes with Sammy Longname, and uh, and he showed why they took him in the second round. You won't find, you know, I was after he scored his second goal, I was like, I'm, oh, I'd love to see him get a hat trick. Yes. Um, to, I know it, it's there's only been seven. This is actually a trivia question. Probably not a lot of Wildcats fans would know this, but there's only been, I want to think there's six, six defensemen in Wildcats history to ever get a hat trick. Um, hey, you want to give a you want to give a obvious. you want to give a coupon away, and that'll be your your question. Uh, and we do we have do we have a coupon here? We have a, a Rosemary Lynn massage coupon. If you want to give that away with your trivia question, okay. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll, right. we'll save well, that well, for I, the end of the show. Should we do that? Should we do that now, or should we actually wait to see if a defenseman gets a hat trick? It's up to you. <laughs> we got two no, of them to give away this year, so if you want to wait, we can wait. Uh. We'll do the end of the show. We haven't done a giveaway in a bit. So. All right. All right. We'll so, the I, end of the show. okay. Continue on with Moran. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the, his first shot. It wasn't just the, the shot, it was the setup as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was uh, Kalmakov to Dolomont. Oh, man. Yeah. Dolomont to just, I mean, to get two rookie defensemen in on that goal uh, was. I mean, you can't ask for more than that. And Dalmat's just, you know, he's in and out of the lineup. He plays and then sits. He plays and then sits. But, you know, that, that was just a case of him, you know, just making, you know, making big minutes, making a big opportunity yeah. uh, from himself, right? That was a beautiful setup. And then um, <laughs> the shot is – Moran's shot is just it's, – it's lethal. He's going to be – he's going to be a, a stud in this league. I, 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 he's only 16. I know he's only, you know, what, 10 games into his Q career, but yeah. he's going to be absolute friggin' stud. Um, the fact that, you know, we got him at the 21, 21, yeah. 19, 21, uh, steal. It's just a steal. I mean, he's, he, I, I still cannot believe he wasn't taken in the top 10. Um, so for him to still be available, you know, 10 picks later blows my mind. Uh, but yeah, he's going to be one of those. He, he's going to be, you know, prob- probably one of the top defensemen in the league in about two years. He just looked more comfortable playing on the top pair with uh, mm-hmm. Sammy Longname than he did playing on that bottom pair with. Um, oh, I'm trying to think who who's on the bottom, like with a Dolomon or a Darcy or an Olsen. or yeah. whatever. Like he just he seems like when he's with when he's with uh, the Grossier and he's allowed to use his speed and get up in the play because he's got that defenseman back there with him. You know, it mm-hmm. kind of feels like they're, you know, they're just harnessing him a little bit in the first few games when he was playing with, with Olsen or with, um, who's the defenseman I just said, Dolomont, like him and Dolomont are kind of the same kind of player. So one of them can't take it. Like you're just so young. You don't want to take a risk, but with, with the Grossier, he's able to take more risks and it showed on both goals, both two on ones, both in the play. Um, so I, you know, he's he's earning that top spot. And I think, you know, they, they do like the pair of ISNs and Hamel is that uh, three, four pair. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens when Pilot comes back because, you know, we talked about it. 
Palotta Grossier should be your one-two pair, and you got to get yeah. those guys. But just the confidence for for Moran is is something. Uh, it's fun. it is kind of funny how two minutes before you texted or two minutes before you scored, you were like, it just feels like if Ty Bell gets one, they're gonna come, and um, he got one. Not the type of goal you expected him to get, but uh, going hard to the net and gets his own rebound, puts it in. But I mean that that was a game that could have got away from him early, and you know we've seen those games on back to back get away from this club. And then they went in Saturday uh, on the third of three in Charlottetown. I dare say probably the best effort we've seen from the club up to now, from start to finish. Maybe not a full sixty minutes, but from start to finish. Um, you know, I loved everything about this game. I, I don't know about you, but when, uh, I'm feeling 22, but <laughs> when Charlottetown came back and Seminole got that one with just under three minutes left, you're like, I, I feel like a lot of fans were like, there it is. Like they've, yeah. Charlottetown's done yeah. what Charlottetown's going to do. Let's just try to get to overtime to get the point and be happy with three points and six. Um, but you know, credit LaBelle, he, he, he got it 22 seconds in, but for me, that was their best effort so far this year. Oh, bar none. It was like, it's not even close. I mean, it's what it comes down to one of those things where it's like, okay, you're, thir- you're in the third and three. Uh, you know, just go out and put it all on the ice. I said it last week. Yeah. You know, um, you go out and, and, you know, you you win that third and you win that third game in three games and, you know, maybe you get Monday off. Uh, and, and come back for practice on Tuesday or something like that. Right. It's, 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 um, you have to, the coaching staff has to give some, it's, it's some, some sort of reward to these players yeah. to, to go out and, and put an effort like that on the ice. And, and, and they did it. Like it's, I don't know if that's what happened, actually happened, but you know, if I'm coaching, that's something that I would, that I would do. I said, if you guys go out and win this game, you know, here's what I'm going to do for you kind of thing. Monday off, come back Tuesday. I'll scratch yours. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you want to be able to reward them. And, um, you know, they did. Yeah. They've done that before where they, if they got three and three or something, they flew back from Bay Como instead of having to take the bus. Uh, yeah. A couple of years ago, I think there was something in a reward like that. Like you're, you're bang on. You got to, re- you got to give these guys an incentive, especially in the third and three against a team like uh, a team like Charlottetown. Exactly. And it's like, I mean, they're, they start this series in Bay Como on, on, on Wednesday. So, I mean, you gotta think, I mean, they probably had today off or maybe they left today for all left Monday for all we know. Right. Yeah. It's like, um, cause it's, it's, you know, it's, it's depends on which way they're going. Uh, so it's, uh, uh, no, depends it's, if they can hit that ferry. If they get the ferry, it, it cuts time in half, but if they're, if they don't get the ferry, man, they got to do a nice little loop too. So, um, no, that game against Charlottetown, you said it when Simino tied it up. I think it was just like, crap, you know, they're going to go, you know, full tilt for the next two and a half minutes or whatever yeah. and, and try to win in regulation. And, you know, Moncton kind of held, held, you know, they held it down. They, they got it to overtime. They got that point. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, you know, it's when they got to overtime, I was like, all right, fine. I'm, I'm happy with three, yeah. three to yeah. six, you know. If they lose this, uh, it, it is what it I is. I still think I still think three out of six is a, is a, is a success, and you know for them to go out and get the win, you know first shift is uh, is something else, and um, you just like I said, it's one of those games where you 
if you're gonna if you're gonna finish you know out of that lottery spot you gotta win the games you're not supposed to win and and uh yeah so full marks on this uh full marks on that win there and and so far they've done that they've stolen one against charlottetown they've stolen one against st john they've gotten bathurst once they've beaten cape breton all month the game they're supposed mm-hmm. to win that leads us into this week and i'm just trying to look at it i mean there's not going to be many games where Moncton's favored to win. And this is one of them. Uh, and, but this is, this is going to be interesting because this is this first, this is this teams. And other than Jake Langlois, uh, that's probably it. I mean, Hamel, he's had them. This is the first Quebec road trip since yep. February 27th, 28th and March 1st in 2020, when they went to Shikudami, Bacomo and Ramuski. So, mm-hmm. you know, we said last week we were going to learn a lot about this club in two in these two weeks. I think we learned quite a bit that, you know, back against the wall, this team is going to come out and give you an effort every week or every night. And they did that in the back-to-back wins over Cape Breton and Charlottetown. And now they're looking for three in a row against a team in Baycomo that's got two wins. This is a team you need to put away uh, to finish ahead of in the standings. This may be one of the few times they're actually favored to win this game. And then they got to go to Shakutami and play on the big ice. So that's that's a test in itself for a team, a bunch of guys that have never played there. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, you can't take these games easily, right? I mean, no. you gotta, like Bay Como beat Bathurst. Shakutami beat Bathurst. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you can't take these uh, these teams lightly. Um, but, you know, you're right. These These are the games that you should win. Uh, if you look, if you want to look at, um, if you want to get out of those, you know, get out of that bottom five spot. Uh, these are these are two games that you probably want to have circled on your calendar as as games that you should be able to win. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, look, I don't know about that. Uh, is it Victoriaville they pay they play in the third game? Yeah, Saturday. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, which is a quick turnaround. Yeah, Victoriaville. I, I don't know. It's. Um, like the Kalmakoff return. What's that? The Kalmakoff return. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's uh, they didn't. I don't think they get off to a great start. Um, but I think they're kind of starting to turn it around now. So, uh, no, you're probably. Well, so all three game series. Yeah. So right now, and way too early, but it's always fun to do this. Right now, we're out of the lottery spot. Um, yeah. And all three of these games are against teams that are below us in the standings. Now, Shakutami's tied with us with 13 points at 5 and 5. Victoria's 5 and 7 uh, with 11 points and then Bay Como's 2 and 7. So they they're there's favored I would I would give them favor against Bay Como. Chikudami, probably pretty even but they've never played on the big ice and that is a different that is a different game. This might be a game where Tybell has a you know we see Tybell's best game cuz he's used to the big ice. Um, but these are the games where yeah, you got to take advantage in Victoriaville. I mean they're I think the Victoriaville part, they're the fact that it's the third and three or the back to back three and four, you know, how do you how do you approach that on a team that, you know, won last year but is kind of in a bit of a rebuild? So these mm-hmm. are they gotta at least beat Baycomo and then and then we'll see on the back to backs. Like that's yeah, like be- they have to they don't have to, but you know, for lack of a better word, I, I'm expecting them to beat Baycomo. I, I would hope so. Um, you know, and it, it comes back, you know, if you want to put, you know, these three game series, 
kind of into perspective, if, if you can get four points out of six, that's that's, that's a win. I think a huge accomplishment. Yeah. Um, quote from Dan Lacroix. Uh, I think after the game against Charlottetown, you said, we are leaving with 23 players on this trip, and most likely we're going to play all 23. So by the sounds of it, that means Nick Blagden's mm-hmm. going to make his debut. All right. Um, so and I think the only player back. who wouldn't be included in that list would be Nathan Casey. Yeah. Pilot should be um, back then. Yeah. So barring any, you know, injuries, uh, we should see Blagden uh, get going. And um, if there is an injury, well, you've got uh, you've got Mercier uh, maybe on standby. You've got Byerjohn maybe on standby. Um, I don't think you'd be able to get them to Shakutami or Bay Como, but um, you know Victoriaville is not too far away from uh, from where those two play. So yeah. maybe we see one of those two. Um, you know, I don't know anything here. This is just me. You know, maybe maybe we see them. Maybe we see one or two in, in that um, in that game against Victoriaville just for the hell of it. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see because yeah, by the sounds of it, Blagden's gonna be playing this with this weekend or this week, whenever these games are this week. Perfect. Yeah, uh, tonight, Friday, and uh, and for and Saturday. So, um, I mean, I guess the team six four zero and one. You know, first month is over. Let's assess this thing. Um, are they where you thought they'd be? Better than you thought? You know, unlikely worse than you thought. Um, you know, where are they for you? And has this team answered any questions from the preseason so far? They're definitely not worse than, than what no, we that's thought. No, that's why I said unlikely worse than we thought. Like, I I wasn't expecting them to be 8-4 and four after 12 games by any – or 8-2 yeah. um, or whatever. No, honestly, they're, they're, they're where I expected. You know, I figured, you know, if they can get a 500 record in the first month, that's that's good. Right. right? A 500 yeah. record will, will not only – get you a playoff spot. I think that kind of gets you almost middle of the pack uh, at a 500 record. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but the fact that they're six and four um, is, is better than 500. So I would, you know, full marks. I think they're, they've won again. I think it's probably the fourth or fifth time I'm saying this. They've won the games they've had to win. I think they've only what blew one game. I, I think there's only one game that they've blown. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but there's something tells me that they had a lead and blew it. Um, I feel like it was one of the first Bathurst games. Maybe that's just me. I'm not sure. Um, but they're, you know, they've, they've got the wins that, uh, that they, that they need right now. And it's, you know, they just got to keep going. If they can, if they can, you know, go on like, uh, if they can go, if they can win, you know, six out of every ten games, uh, you know, you're that might be a little too much, but you know, six out of every ten games, you're you're that that's a success, right? You're mm-hmm. not gonna, you can't complain with that. It's, uh, but the you know, after I think after Christmas is gonna get a little uh, get a little rough, maybe a little dicey, um, yeah. if you want to put it that way. Yeah, especially in our um, division. Because you're going to look, Bathurst is going to be adding players. St. John's going to be adding players. Charlottetown is going to be adding players. Halifax might um, add a two or three, but they're always going to be tough. So, yeah. So it's, you know, these games are, 
you know, you're not, we haven't seen St. John yet with Ryan Francis. We haven't seen Bathurst yet with, with Hendricks lab here. Um, you know, we've seen Charlottetown at their best. Um, and you know, we, we got by by the skin of our teeth. It's, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, uh, you know, the, this, I think after Christmas is going to be different. That's why you, you, you're going to want to get as many wins in the bank here in the first half. Yeah. Um, just to kind of cement your, your spot. Uh, cause you don't want to get too far down. Um, cause it's, it, it'll be a tough climb up once, uh, you know, after, after Christmas for sure. Yeah. You want to set yourself up, uh, nicely at a certain spot. So if you do fall, which we're expecting after Christmas, um, you're not falling into that bottom five. I mean, you look at schedule, we only play Bathurst once in November. So we don't even see St. John in all of November. Uh, we don't actually see St. John until the game just before the trade deadline. So you got the two points uh, early in October against them uh, with the without Ryan Francis. You're going to get one game with Ryan Francis. So you're going to want to get those. You, get, you got two points. You may want to put an extra two and hopefully maybe get one, two there in December. And then after the deadline, you're going to get the best of St. John. You're going to get the best of, of everything. Um, they're, yeah, they're exactly where I thought they'd be. I'm not completely shocked that they're a better team on the road for some reason. I think for some weird reason, and I, you know, don't know a lot about the, you know, the Coliseum, what they were like there, but it just seems like since they've been in the Avenir Center, it feels like they're a better team on the road in the past mm. few years. I mean, 1920, they won a lot of games at home too, but it just feels like we've had the conversations where this team plays better on the road. And I don't know what it is with the rink. If it's just for some reason still doesn't feel like home yet, but they're, they're four and two on the road. And I mean, they got, they got a chance to at best be seven and two on the road six weeks into the season. So, um, uh, you know, preseason questions for me, this team is 17th out of 18 teams on the power play. And they're 17, yeah, they're 17%. Uh, yeah. They're, Five goals on 41 chances. I mean, that's just, you want to talk about beating team, like stealing teams, stealing games against teams you're not supposed to beat. That's what you're going to need to do. And they went 0 for 6 against Cape Breton. And like I said, after the post game, you go 0 for 6 on a power play and you're going to be in trouble against a good team. And they went, I think they went 0 for 3 against, they went 1 for 3 against uh, Charlottetown. They got a power play goal and a shorthanded goal. And they come away with two points against a team they're not supposed to, uh, they weren't supposed to beat there. So, and, and penalty kill, I mean, again, 17th, they're, they're giving up too many power play goals and you keep playing with fire. And that's, that's the biggest thing is the special teams has to get better. It, it mm-hmm. doesn't even have to be top 10. You just cannot be 12% on the power play and 70% on the kill because, Right now, teams we're chasing, uh, like St. John, they're behind us. They're at 18.2. They're going to get better on the on the power play. I mean, Shawinigan, who we're going to see, and Shikutami, they're Shikutami's 17.9. So power play, like I said in the preseason, it's it's been a worry. They're getting slightly better with the Grossier back. I don't know what Blangdon does if he if he plays that big butt Lucic role in front of the net, and that makes a, a bit of a difference. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't, that's That's... It's it's not his style of game. So all right. Well, um, I was hoping. <laughs> I'll be surprised if he's uh I'll be surprised if he's put in front of they put him in front of the net. That all would right. just be that would shock shock the world out of me. Yeah, I don't well, I don't know a lot about him, so I just I I was like, Well, yeah. maybe he's that big body that gets in front of the net and you know makes him do but they they 
the goaltending is going to come around, but the power play needs to get better. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I I don't know what it is. They they, they literally cannot get set up, and it's nope. it's infuriating. Um, the if, stu- I, if they lose I the have, draw, they're done. Like yeah. if, they, if they lose the draw, they cannot get the puck back. And I think it's a scouting report on Moncton. If you chase them and challenge them, you're going to get them when they're trying to get the puck in the zone. Because if they lose that first faceoff, uh, usually it's Jake or, or LaBelle. If they lose that faceoff, the power play, you can almost guarantee they're not going to put anything together. Mm-hmm. Are they still doing that stupid drop pass? Uh, I, I, haven't re- lost, I haven't noticed recently, but... Every once think, in a while, but it's by the time they try to make the drop, the guy is already chasing them behind the net, and they can't afford to make yeah. the drop, or it's a turnover. I, I, that's the one. The one thing I hate is that stupid drop pass. Yep. Um, it just so it's getting. I don't know. Maybe it's just me watching the, the Flames because they do it to Gujero all the time, and it's it just drives me up the wall. Um, you know, they got to figure out the power play. It's it's one of those things that uh, it's it's tough to watch. Uh, you're not, uh, you're not going to win games if you're only getting, you know, if you're scoring at 10% on the power play, you're not going to win games. No, no. But other than that, I mean, I think, you know, they're, they're, they're coming around. They're exactly where we thought there. There's a lot of nights they put their, their lunch pail on their hard hat on and they're, they're getting two points when they need to, to get them. Um, you know, I kind of wonder if maybe Philion plays in Baycomo against a team they're supposed to beat. And uh, give them don't give them the big ice, but give them the big give them the Bay Como game. Get that re get that con- like continue to give him the confidence. Okay, you're going to you you had the game against Cape Breton. Get his two points against Bay Como, Couture on Friday, and then we'll see what happens Sunday or Saturday. Yeah, right? I, I, I think at this point it's to tough me, to it's pick like every we... every it, it it's tough to pick every game and what we think, but. I would probably give him the the night against Baycomo. It almost seems like uh, like Couture is almost the number one now. It's it does. I don't I, honestly I don't even know what they're doing with these goaltenders. Uh, I I figured it would be like you know a win in your in situation. Yep. And then you know it's uh, Philly I'll beat uh, um, K. Breton. K. Breton, and then Couture was a net on on uh, against Charlottetown. It's just uh, I'm so confused what they're doing with these goaltenders, or maybe they've decided that Couture is the number one, uh, which would be, ugh, you know. But hey, I mean, he's maybe he's the one right now. He's earned he's it. Got a, he's got a nine seventeen save percentage. Yeah, he's earned. He's it. got a two point six five goals against average. Uh, you you just can't you can't say no to that. Um, you know, compared to to Philia, I mean. Phelan's numbers aren't aren't exactly uh, sparkling, uh-huh. uh, so Couture is the one that's that's keeping these keeping them in the games and and getting them the points. And so, as as much as I'd like to see Phelan play, you can't look past those stats right now. Um, it's just I think he's for someone who who was a free agent who was supposed to come in and you know play a backup role and maybe see. 35% of the games. Well, you he know, took it. I think he's, uh, I think he's surpassed expectations. Yeah. My, that's, that's just me. No, that's no, that's a hundred percent. You're bang on. And you're right. He's right now. It's not even a one, a one B. I think it's, it's Couture's one and, 
and Filion's the two, and he gets the back-to-back nights. I just feel, I just feel personally, for a confidence standpoint, he played really well against Cape Breton. Throw him in against Baycomo and slowly let him get his confidence back because draft year, I mean, we've put pressure on Fillion. Um, you know, he's probably got his own pressure. That's a lot to take. Give him, give him mm-hmm. a team that's got two wins, and and let him continue to get that back, and eventually he maybe gets that roll back. You hope. I mean, it's. Uh, I know the draft thing's probably in the back of his mind. That's might be what's, what's um, kind of getting him in off his game. I yeah. don't know, but uh, he's just got to. He, he's just he's got to. He has to stop worrying about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to get back in, into his own because. <sighs> I know he's capable. It's just that's why he's he's a good goalie. It's yeah. just a, and that's the thing with goalies, right? It's confidence. It's all about confidence, and and that's what it is right now. And I think if he got in there and and stole a game, and <laughs> he'd be right back to where he needs to be. It's just uh, it really sucks for him right now, and I just really hope he figures it out. For sure. All right, you want to get to the uh, the fans' favorite part of the show. Yeah, why not? All right, let's uh, let's do it here. Eric Murray Realty, buy a house from him. Stick tap of the week. All right, so a few weeks ago we did a, uh, a special one for our friends up in Bathurst because because uh, of the work that they did and uh, you know it just didn't get recognized. But uh, another one who is doing some work that uh, that is actually getting recognized is is Jamie Tozer and the and the, and the folks over at. Uh, at Station Nation, uh, award-winning Station Nation. Uh, I know I can't remember how long ago it was, but uh, they. Uh, I've got it. From, it's uh, some of the, There was a chubby. Is it called the Chubby Award? <laughs> uh, that uh, that they won. Uh, yes, St. John's coolest blog at the. Sorry, the Salty Awards. My ah, bad. Okay. I don't know where I got chubby from, but uh, <laughs> anyways, no. Uh, Jamie's been doing incredible work. We've had him on our show a few times. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why I haven't, you know, given this opportunity uh, to acknowledge him before. Um, but just his his dedication uh, and his and the work that he puts in his his that's his own time, right? He's mm-hmm. uh, I don't think he gets paid for this because uh, it is an unofficial blog. Um, but uh, you know, he's been he's been following this Sea uh, Dogs for for many 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 years, and. Uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, it came to the point where, you know, when the Sea Dogs got that uh, Memorial Cup bid, you can. I I don't want to speak for Jamie, but uh, you can kind of tell that uh, that was kind of the the cherry on top for him because you know the fact that all the traveling he does, uh, you know, to go watch the Sea Dogs and to cover the Sea Dogs, and uh, this is just the cherry on top for him uh, to be able to be at the Memorial Cup in his you know in his own rank. Uh, cheer on his own team is uh, uh, doesn't get much better than that. Um, so if you don't follow Station Nation, why the hell are you not following Station <laughs> Nation? You know, it could be because you're, you know, you're a Wildcats fan and you don't want to read about the Sea Dogs. But um, what this guy does uh, is, you know, this is this is content that you'd read about at the next level. He's uh, his his writing is 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 pro stuff and uh he deserves he deserves a lot of recognition and uh so i wanted to take a few minutes just to recognize jamie uh for all his work and uh hopefully this doesn't make him tear up 
uh, because if it does, you know, he can, uh, I know he, he's got a nice, uh, I'm not sure what he does for, for work, but I know he's got a connections and, uh, Maybe I'm also saying this just because I'm hoping to get some Cavendish tickets, uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, you know, because uh, some uh, somebody was slow and didn't buy his tickets, and now they're all sold out. Uh -oh. And I didn't, think, I didn't think it would be possible for an outdoor concert to sell out. Um, so, uh, anyways, um, yeah, no, this is this is not a bribe. Uh, this is this is clearly on uh, uh, the fact that you know you've done incredible work, Jamie, and uh, you should be extremely proud of yourself. The Stick Tap of the Week, sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. <laughs> My favorite part was the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody was uh, somebody fell asleep and uh, decided to hold off on the old Cavendish tickets and... Oh. Uh, yeah, they're all sold out. So, um, so look for uh, look for Chris Dobson to be the stick tab of the week next week for Memorial Cup tickets again. Yeah, yeah, somebody's gonna have to come through here to get me some some Cavendish tickets because, uh, yeah, this was not uh, not the smartest decision I've ever made to 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 say the least. I mean, I've been to Cavendish before. Yeah, um, you know when when Luke Bryan was around a few few years ago. You know, that was that was big. Like he was big in music, and uh, he didn't even sell out Cavendish. And they come around and they get Luke Combs this year, and I'm like, okay, yeah, they, Luke Combs, he's gonna do good. He'll do good. But, you know, I'll wait till after Christmas to get my tickets. No, uh, Saturday night, it's all sold out of weekend tickets. <laughs> weekend pass sold out. And they haven't even single said who day, else is playing. Single day Thursday tickets sold out, and he's the only artist they've announced. I That's it. I, I feel like it, it was part the uh, the pandemic and no concert last yeah. year that uh, the need is there. I wonder if they they probably like held some and then they'll sell some around Christmas. So maybe you might get lucky if uh, if Tozer doesn't if if this uh, tear up didn't work for him. I'm on a wait list, so I just hope this wait list is actually real. Real. I'm yeah. so, like I just don't understand how you can sell out a, a, an outdoor concert. Man, the island's um, only so big. Yeah, like it's like I've been to Cavendish. I mean, you've yeah. probably got room in there for thirty-five thousand people. Are you trying to tell me they sold thirty-five thousand tickets? Probably. Like, they haven't had it in what eighteen months, a year and a half, well, like at least at least two years. At least two years. You no, know, there's it's, only it's, so many hotel rooms and so many tending spots. And I mean, I, I don't think they probably sold out of anything. I think they Luke Combs is out, so they sold out set like tier one and then when they announce another artist they'll probably sell out again i i would think i don't know if you could sell out thirty five thousand tickets in in three or four days or whatever it was two days two days all right like it's I, i'm flustered man like, i was so <laughs> i was so upset um but i i just hope that this this sold out yeah. is just based on what the pei government has given them Access to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then as things get better, it's going to increase, and then maybe my waitlist spot will will become a reality. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, uh, um, yeah, tough spot. Yeah, yeah, not, uh, yeah, not good, no good. <laughs> Layla's on the uh, on the waitlist as well too. So, uh, 
I mean, she's not she's not uh, twisting in the wind like you are, but she is on the. Uh, she's like, nah, I'll throw my name on the wait list, and if we get it, maybe we'll set, bring Haley out here for her graduation gift. So well, we might get some tickets too. We might see you there. Who knows? Uh, but and it was weird how they didn't announce anybody else. Like just yeah. Him. I mean, he's probably the biggest, you know, male country music singer on on the market right now. So. I mean, I should have been smart, yeah. but I wasn't. You know, there's some there's sometimes in life where you take a risk and it pays off. Well, this one did not pay off. This was <laughs> All right, let's uh, the Rosemary Lynn Massage Wildcat of the Week. Uh, she's back for another season to sponsor us, and they're having a very special discount right now. 15% off for all healthcare workers and first responders. Uh, just go to rosemarylynnmassage.business.site. Download the coupon until January 1st of 2022. Uh, and if you want to just, you know, book a massage just give her a call at 506-830-1224 or continue to listen in the next three minutes as we'll have a contest to give away a uh a coupon there so this uh this week's cat of the week goes to a player who had three points in the past two games including the winner on the island uh vinnie labelle is i mean he was all over the ice saturday um he seems to have found a good chemistry with kalmakov and barbashev um barbashev had a four game point streak going uh, so that's as a top line, they've kind of found some chemistry ever since Kalmakov uh, arrived. Uh, I mean, he was one of the best players on the ice Sunday or uh, Friday in Cape Breton. Or, oh, geez. Friday against Cape Breton uh, with an assist. 56% in the faceoff uh, dot on Friday, on Thursday. This Thursday, Friday, Saturday completely messes me up. I hate that schedule. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's much easier for me to, to remember. But uh, 41%. In the face-off dot against Charlottetown. Um, so your wild cast wildcat of the week is number 18, Vincent LaBelle. All right, and now everyone's second favorite part of the show, contest giveaways. Um, so we have a gift certificate contest from... Contest giveaways. <laughs> We'll have to we'll have to re-edit that uh, that sound break is for 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 the rest of the show. So uh, Rosemary Lynn Massage has given us a sixty minute massage a gift certificate to give away. Uh, so we will do some trivia question for that. You have until March thirty first to use it, um, and whoever wins the uh, the contest, uh, if you're at the hockey game, uh, I can deliver that to you. So again, very thankful to her for giving us the gift certificate. So Mr. Boucher, give us your trivia question. Yeah, so um, there has been six Wildcats defensemen in uh, franchise history to record a hat trick. Um, five of these names are fairly obvious. Um, there's a, and the sixth one is not so obvious. So um, I'm just trying to think: should we have them list the six? No, that would be very nice. So yeah. The six defense, the six defensemen who have um, Patrick's in a game, uh, will will get you into the draw. Uh, yeah, so there's one name that's that's not going to be so obvious um, if you've ever followed this team for as long as I have. Uh, one name will jump out at you as not being very um, offensive, to oh, put okay. it that way. So, yes, uh, we will. Uh, just need the, those six, the six defensemen, and uh, you will be in the draw for this uh, massage uh, gift certificate. How long do you want to give the uh, give the people? A couple weeks? Oh, 
you know, just uh, till till next week at uh, at uh, recording time, and uh, we'll we'll draw maybe the winner during the show next week. All right, so name the six defensemen that have recorded a hat trick for the Moncton Wildcats. DM us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Text Jeremy. Text me. It doesn't matter. Uh, get your answers in by, we'll say Tuesday the 9th uh, at 7 p.m. And you will be entered for a 60-minute massage courtesy of Rosemary Lynn Massage. Uh, thank her for that. That'll do it for us. Um, man, Bay Como tonight should be a should be a victory. Works. I'm expecting a victory. Um, and then the Wildcats look to make it as they look to make it three in a row, and then they get into. Uh, two in a row against Shakutami and Victoriaville this weekend. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday uh, to look ahead at a couple Quebec teams making their first trips to the Avenir Center in Shakutami, and we finally get to see Shawin again. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.